Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. I'm your host, Stevie Fizz. This show is brought to you by our good friends at Shed 16. Shed 16, where more the merrier. Very special guest, of course, this week. Uh, it's only the two of us this week. Uh, Cam and Jono, in unrelated incidents, have both come down with some mysterious groinal sicknesses. I'm not sure what's going on there, but Stato, you're back. Yes, mate, I certainly am, and this pod celebrates six years on the pod for Stato, um, and December the 7th, uh, in the early December, the uh, be seven years for the Draft Doctors. Um, you might remember my first pod, the audio was really poor, so so much has changed in that time. It's, it's like we haven't had poor audio for at least two weeks, um, but it has been a, a great journey. Um Started off with Steve and Jono, then it was Steve, Jono and Stato, then Steve, Jono, Stato and Doss, then we sacked Doss, then Cam joined, Stato sacked himself, and then um, at the end of the day, uh, the ratings went down so much, you guys just begged me so much to come back on. Then Steve sacked himself and the whole pod, uh, and then Jono sacked himself, and somehow the only one we've never officially sacked is Cam. So. My question, Steve, is why? It's a good question. It's a good question. Uh, but geez, that's a lot of uh, a lot of sacks. Yeah, uh, and you know where you can find a lot of sacks, Dado. Shot sixteen. Shot sixteen. <laughs> anyway, this week we're talking keep or cut. It's a bit of a or hold or fold, as I see on the show doc, Dado. He's uh listeners. We're not always super prepared. Uh, with, you know, eight years in, you can just kind of do whatever the hell you want and run through it. Stato, the mention of the word keepers has fired him up. He's prepared a show doc. Uh, he's gone with hold or fold. Yeah, hold or fold. And, um, we want to go through a bit of list management today. Um, and we're going to, uh, talk about our own lists a little bit. Um, and we'll go through, uh, and ask the question on one that is an older player or, or potentially a fringe player. And one that has potential growth, so potential breakout or or hasn't been in the best 22 uh, all the time and wondering whether he's worthwhile to keep. Um, we'll base the questions because everyone has a different setup. We'll base the question to build a bit of a line uh, around a 10 team with 12 keepers. So in other words, 120 keepers um, for the pod uh, and go through those old and fringe players uh, each first and then through the potential players. So I might start and uh, on my old player, I have a player in defence, which I'm debating of whether I should uh, hold or fold. And that is Brody Smith. What's your thoughts there, Steve? What should I do? Cut. Cut? That's really easy. Get rid of him. Mate, we're talking, we're talking an 80 averaging Defender, it's a, it's a little bit hard just to put the line through. Um, I can't see him losing his role. Can you? Uh, not, no, I can't see him losing his role and the score is probably fine. Uh, if he's on the, if he's on the line with, say, a younger player, uh, I'd, I'd probably lose Brody's. He's, there can't be much left in him. He, he seems like an easy one that you, you'll get him in the second round. 
give your your top up draft. He's not a big sexy name. He probably doesn't have like you know Shannon Hearn probably wouldn't have been kept too many times lately, and Shannon Hearn's a far better scorer. Hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's an interesting one, but I'd, I'd probably I'd probably lose him. I think there's a lot of guys in that range. Uh, like I've certainly got a few defenders in that range, and I just think you just have to move on. So I've got a Heath Chapman sitting there uh, and a Liam Duggan. Do you keep those two over him? Duggan, I'm I'm not a I'm not a huge Duggan guy, aren't you? He's he's fine to pick up off the waivers in redraft. But, and what about Chapman then? Yeah, you could pro- I'd, yeah, probably look to keep Chapman. So only one defender there because they're my top three effectively. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's probably the same position as me. Is I've got Scrimshaw, Hunter Clark, and Bowes, and we'll talk about Bowes later. Mm. I, you know, none of them are locked in keepers. I wouldn't have thought. And you're thinking of keeping one, two, or three? None. Wow. Wow. Just go to the draft. Just go to the draft. Just go to the draft. No keepers. I can keep twelve, but bugger it, I'm going to keep zero, and I'm just going to go to the draft. Well, what are your what are your early thoughts on on Smith? He's currently not in the twelve, but I will say there's people like Finn Callahan who has played a couple of games, but a highly rated youngster um, that is probably ahead of him at the moment. Yeah, is that just you can see that with the outs at GWS, he gets a bigger run next year. Yeah, and year three being you know the, the the following season after that, I expect a big breakout. So, you know, do you um, hope you can get Brody, you know, in, in round two on the top up uh, and fill those positions in the defence, and you know you've got locked in, you know, a future long term keeper midfielder. Yeah, I think those midfielders who can you know pop, they just have so much currency. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, who's Fair your enough. older? Yeah, my oldest Prestia. And uh it probably would have like seems like an easy keep. Uh at the eighty nine average, but it has a couple of injury affected games because it's Dion Prestia. He scores pretty damn well when he plays. The thing is he, he's over thirty, injury prone player. Uh, and they've got two midfielders who who are coming into that team. He really doesn't have a secondary role, uh, and I don't think Hopper really does either. Tim Tarano can obviously move around a little bit, but I, I can only just see it affecting him more. Richmond really haven't had uh, prime inside mids, haven't had a great fantasy sort of game. Um, I know Dust, Dusty really hasn't been great the last couple of years, I wouldn't have thought, so I can see a bit of a change in your guard down at Richmond. It's weird that you you look back 12 months ago and Meatball just wouldn't have been on anyone's cut list. Just you wouldn't have ever thought about it, even though he's got injury dramas, even though he hasn't got the massive ceiling, but you're probably expecting him in a good year averaging the ton. So why would you get rid of him? But now you've not only got the injury concern and the fact there are positions opening up in the, the Richmond midfield, but the two coming in just makes it a really complicated conversation. Yeah, and you can look at say um, Tom Green's scoring from last year, and he was he was off to the races in the first half of the year, uh, especially you know the first 
say six weeks. And then once Cogs went into the midfield and once Hopper came back in, the time on ground started to go away um, and, and the scores just went as well. So I just see that sort of competition, that internal competition being bad for a player like me. Well, and look, to be fair, he could still find his way into the 12. I've just got a deep midfielder. I, I'd imagine he'd get snapped up in round one um, if, if someone's looking to, you know, the, the top teams are picking at the end of that round. They might go, well, Shit, I'll, I'll pick him up. Um, so yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's, he's certainly on the he's on the old fringy area. He certainly is. Um, so let's put this in the perspective that if you got twelve keepers, you would hope, and and it depends on who's on your list, but you would hope you'd be keeping at least five mids. You're going to have a really weak midfield if you haven't got five already banked away. So you're, you're picking up two from the from the from the draft, the top up draft, is Prestia the type that is going to go first round in the top up? Uh, well, I mean, it probably depends on what other guys are keeping, but I, I could see it. Mm. Depends what other mids are, are kept. I mean, you've seen guys like Omira dropped in the past. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Like some of these guys have had. There's always players who have had down years, and they they just get picked up and rebound. So. Who would you old, keep? The, who would you keep? Josh Ward, Finn Callahan, both going into their second year, or Dion Prestia? So you had to you had to pick one of these. I'd probably pick Ward just at the minute. He has the easiest path. Yeah. Um, Ward does an ACL, and you've only got the option of the two. <laughs> I'm probably I'm pretty in on Finn Callahan being a yeah. good player, so yeah. I'm 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 okay with him. So you're happy to punt that you might get Prestia back? Yeah, I think it just probably depends where you're at. Like if you're gunning for a flag, maybe you go Prestia, but geez, I I find it hard to to sell that. I, I'm yeah, I'm pretty in on Callahan. You're you're, you're cutting Prestia. Meatball's gone by that language. You you you're turning into a vegan. I got a, I got a you know a young up and coming midfield. I just got better scorers who have got a clearer path to score. I just can see him dropping back a bit as well as the other things. You've spent too much time in Seaford. You're off the meat. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> Woof. All righty. Jeez, good adverts this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're really getting the money. Run for their money. Uh, so, so who's your who's your potential? Yeah, this one's a tough, and I've got a problem line. Um, it's a real issue. So I, I'm struggling in the uh, in the ruck line, and I will say in this keeper league, which is I'm, we're just talking about our listener one, but in this keeper league, um, I've had so many options, but never the right long term one. I've had Wits in there. I had Rob um, linked up with Jacobs. Um, and let Rob go before the, the handover uh, effectively. Um, so I've always had stop gaps. So I've got two with potential, but um, the main one I want to discuss is Tom DeConning. What's your thoughts? Yeah, I like, like him. Um, he's been through my list. Uh, I wish I could have kept him, but yeah, yeah. He, Offered you the uh, world for TDK. And you kept on knocking me back and then just cutting. That's how we were. I've taken yeah, the always had Cameron strategy. Though. You always had Grundy, though. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the Craig Cameron strategy. You could trade them, but why not just delist them? <laughs> um, so, <laughs> he's funny. I I don't know. He might be fine. He might not be. But he he looks like he's only a sixty averaging ruckman, which I just don't know. So Pitnet is there, and when he was fully fit, it looked like it was both of them. Now we might be heading to five on the bench. You reckon most clubs are going to play two Ruckman with that? Yeah, I, I kind of do. I kind of do. So, yeah. I mean, there's not everyone, but that looks like a team they might want to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if, if he's in that situation, he's going to... I don't think his fantasy game's going to be there. And what about Laddams? What about him? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But does he turn into that uh, that that fifth guy as well? So you got Laddams and Hickey. Oh, such a weird team, Sydney, for that sort of thing, aren't mm, they? They are. I don't know. I mean, Laddams is fine because he always has forward status. Does TDK have forward status next year? He, he might do, but if I remember correctly, and we talked about this the other week, that I think Champion Data leaned towards the end-of-season data rather than whole-of-season. Um, and if that's the case, I, I think with Pitnet was down, so Tom DeCunning become the main ruckman. And yeah. to be fair, even in that time, I'll have to have a quick look uh, and see what his average was. And this is what sort of makes me worry. Yes, the potential's there. Um, we, I think we all agree with that. But I just don't know what his scoring potential is. I'm just having a look at, oh, he was actually injured by the end of it. So his last three games were 53, 47 and 50. Yuck. Mm. Yuck. Mm. I don't think, I've got Ned Reeves, but now you've got, uh, unfortunately, Lloyd Meek coming in. So I've got three dud rucks, potentially. I'd be okay with Lloyd Meek. I haven't got Lloyd Meek. Oh, well, that's a, oh. that's a shame. That's <laughs> a shame. Hmm. All right, who's yours? Uh, Jack Bowes. Jack oh. Bowes. So I think I just mentioned it. I had three defenders who just kind of tease fantasy coaches. So Scrimshaw, Bowes, and, and Hunter Clark, all in that 24, 23-year-old age bracket, uh, Jack Bowes, like, change clubs, uh, Selwood's retired, does he get a role, was it the trade just for pick seven, what's the what's the truth? Uh, he, has, he has shown fantasy chops in the past, but not this year, obviously. Yeah, I just reckon he's such a good player. And and I know that you, you would argue the deal was about um, two things. You, you get a quality top up when you're sort of turning over your list a little bit. But you also get the draft pick. So that's why it was very attractive for them. So they get a really good young talent in as well. But I'm just thinking someone with so much talent, um, whether it's half back or whether it's midfield, because that's basically apparently what he wanted was midfield time. Let's see if that happens. Um, but I just reckon it's worth a punt. You just, you just go with it. Um, at the end of the day, he's probably getting your 11th or your 12th spot and could be something superb if we remember 
2021, his first six weeks before getting injured, he was averaging 104. What worries me is that, like, if Geelong think he's good, why did the Suns think he's so bad? That's all I just keep coming back to. No, they didn't think he was so bad. If he remained at the Suns, he was getting paid 800000 Yeah, but, okay, so they want to free up space to get in a gun player. Well, if he was a gun player, surely, you, you know what I mean? No, they're actually wanting to free up the space so they retain the other players. Oh, they're, they're telling, they're, well, they're telling a couple of different stories on that then. Well, I didn't listen to the story. Sorry, I'm just saying it's um, so they, 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 the they said I they want to bring in players. They want to bring in uh, a, an A grader next year. Right. So as well as keep the young guys. So, so I, like, I'm quite aware um, you've been a lifelong fan as, as well as me. Um but but obviously trying to retain players during that phase of um, that they started to lose um, the the quality players to to other clubs was that they had to overpay that young talent. So I think that got them in a bit of a bind, and I think GWS sort of did a similar thing when you think of Cogs and the the seven years and Kelly's deal, etc. I think they both sort of jumped into that. So I think it was more. Um, to me anyway, of going, right, this this was setting the right trend for this club to retain people. We've probably done it for too many. We've got to create a model to fill gaps in the, the right place at the right time. Didn't it, like, doesn't it sort of get under understated that clubs push back salary when they couldn't just get players to take pay cuts during COVID? Yeah. Like, yeah. Why hasn't that been reported more? Yeah, I don't know. No. Anyway. Yeah, Jack Bowe is interesting. So, like, compare him to Scrimshaw and Hunter Clark. Yeah. You know, if you had to pick one of those guys. I, I would back him. It's weird. I'd back him Bowe's. I think Clark's the the greatest talent there and probably the greatest potential, but his body just hasn't been able to keep him on the park. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, I'm not convinced on any of those guys. I need some pre-season watches. Stato, don't lock lists before uh, pre-season No, already watches. done. Already done. <laughs> already and done. you've got Meatball. <laughs> Very good. Stato, the... Uh, what is it? Commissioner. Always, yeah, Rogue Commissioner. Rogue yeah, Commissioner. I do what I want when I want. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, the listeners, they've came... Uh, much like when you're at Shed 16, they've absolutely come thick and fast with <laughs> the players. They don't know whether they should keep them or not. So we've got a good list here. There was a lot of listener questions. Do we want to go through the players or the questions or how are we doing this? Uh, we'll go through, the, go through the players and we'll, we'll alternate uh, who's answering, but we can always uh, have a say. But we'll keep it based um, on that same theory, 120 keepers, so 10 teams with 12 keepers each. So I'll start with the first one, Steve, Jacob Hopper. I hate Jacob Hopper. Get out. Get out of really? town. Really? All right, so Meatball v in Hopper. Super coach, I'll keep him. Meatball wow. v Hopper. Okay. In, so you, you brought up Meatball and you might slide him in or hashtag the commissioner will force him to stay in. Um, but you've actually, the commissioner's been a nice bloke and said, all right, 
Steve, uh, I've locked away 11 players. You've got one midfielder to add. You've got Meatball and you've got the bloke you hate, Hopper. That's not a big Hopper fan. Why? Because he's one string, but so is Meatball, isn't he? Ah, yeah, I'd probably keep Hopper in that situation. Yeah. I don't know. Just what's his ceiling? Yeah, that, that's that's a really good question. So I'm, I might just quickly pop on and and actually have a look and to see what he's actually done over his scoring career. So my mind immediately, I will check. My mind is he's a 95 guy at best. So yeah, at best, at best. All right. So. This is his career. So seven games in 2022 for an average of 66.1. 21 games in 2021 for an 88.9. Uh, 2020, obviously COVID, so we do need to add the 25%, but he got an average of 70 so you're looking at uh, high 80s. Yeah. Uh, 2019 was his best year, 19 games um, at an average of 93.6. So we are saying 25 years of age. So that means he can have his career years ahead of him. He's not um, past his best. Um, the games is an issue, but, Let's face it, he's a 90s guy. Yeah, yeah. GWS better system or, or Richmond a better system to play in? Well, I think to be fair, previously, and this has probably been part of the problem, um, and if we have a look at time on ground, um, he's in his 60s and 70s. Yeah. So his best year was at 75%. And it's because they had so many midfielders. So if we look at Meatball, so let's have a quick look at this. He's had a, a 95, a 92, a 99. So he's had three years yeah. in the 90s at age 30. Yeah, you'd pr- look, you'd have to keep Hopper. You have to. Yeah. I'm probably being unfair. I'll, pr- I'll probably keep him in a 10-team, 12 keepers. Yeah. he He's on that fringe, though. He's... He's certainly not in the top 100. He's in that next 20. Yeah. Like, I'll probably keep Matt Rowell, and he'll probably outscore Matt Rowell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a fair call. All right, you go. You ask uh, Justin McInerney. Wow. Sydney is so confusing. Um, they have so many players like this. Now, does he keep defender status is probably the biggest question. So if he has defender status... I think he's a player you keep um, because he can have time through that midfield and wing role. But I don't think he's a player that's going to average more than 80. So if he's a midfielder and he's just playing on the wing, he's going to have some good games, yes, but he's going to have some floor games as well. So defender status, I would keep. Uh, Midfielder only, no thank you. Fair enough. I'd probably move on. Yeah. I thought if it was going to happen, it happened this year. But He was happen. so hot in salary cap. Was he? Yeah. I was massive. Yeah. So I, I think he would have started in 30% of teams. Yeah, okay. Wow. 
God, we ruined people's teams then because I was all over him. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Taryn Thomas. Tazza. That's a good one. That's a good one. It is a really good question. So let's remember uh, last eight rounds uh, of 2021, um, he was averaging the ton. He really broke out. People were hot on him. Um, he was an average of 82. Um, so everyone thought he was value both on the draft board and in salary cap. But he was a bust this year. Yeah, he sucked. I got him. I hated it. Terrible ride. Yeah. What are you doing if you own him? Probably, it's, it's probably a big preseason watch because I saw there was a report that they think he'll move to defense, which it seems like someone like him would just crush it in defense. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it's, it's going to be a big watch. I've sort of started to move away from these guys who play forward, get minimal time in the midfield, really mm. just be started to become more uh, hard on that sort of weird role, unless you may be in a really good team or you're just a stack player. But uh, I, th- I thought, like, he- it was just such a weird year. It's really hard to be confident on Thomas. New coach. Don't know what's going to happen. The reality is he's got the talent, so I'm happy for him to be my 12th. Yeah, yeah, he's I think a, that's the way I'm leaning. Yeah, he's a worthwhile punt. Um, the problem with North Melbourne is people aren't seeing it yet, but there's a host of midfield numbers there. Yeah, and that's they're that's all the young. Yeah, well, see, I was looking at him, and I got also Rankin. Just I must have just picked him up at the end. Rankin out had better average, like Rankin. Yeah, like if he starts running through the midfield at Adelaide, which you can see that world, you know. He is the X factor they don't have. Yeah. Got a lot of similar ones. Interesting. Yeah, he's a tough one. If he if he made that move to halfback, though, I'd be all over it. Anyway, yeah. Taylor Adams. Yeah, meatball hashtag number two or meatball 2.0 um, is exactly the same. Um, he's probably had higher ceilings over his career. Interested to know his age. He must be 29, 30. He must be around that meatball age, to be honest. Um, but I think the biggest drama is his body, and I, I wouldn't mind sort of having a look at the detail of whether that is uh, real or not. Um, but certainly my immediate thought is Taylor Adams just isn't reliable. Um, so he averaged... Uh, 81 this year off 17 games, 14 games the year before. He is 29 years of age, so he'll be 30 next year. And the previous three seasons was 91, 95, 95. So we're going back to 2017, which was the only time through that whole period where he played a full season and he did average 114. He was massive that year. I think that's when he was playing in defence. So yeah, I, I, I cut him, man. I, I just want it to be someone else's problem. He's, the weird thing is keeping him actually gives you a really good trade option because someone will be hot. So he goes first Adams, 
Yeah, someone will be. No, no, nah, no. He's way. got the ceiling. I don't reckon he does. Oh wow! Don't reckon he does. If you had him this year in any format, you would not. You would be sitting here like me, going, "F that guy." Tom Mitchell into that team. Collingwood. Yeah, no, game he plan. had the primo role last year. Couldn't score. What? I don't. I don't want a bar of it, man. Do not want a bar of it. I will say that out of that sort of uh, nine seasons I'm looking at, five of them he's, he averaged over 100. Yeah, we're not playing like, you know, we're not playing three years ago. We're playing next year. Things don't get better. Things always get better. I want it to be someone else's problem. That's all I'll say about that because I'll keep yeah. rolling out his chuddy scores. I, I understand no that point of view, but I just think there will be some. Someone thinking that he's uh, a steal. Yeah, and I tried to pro- sell Presti last year. I just couldn't find a buyer. And if you're telling me they're the same player, but one has it, one scores more and gets injured a fraction less, and I couldn't mm. sell him. Mm. Now I understand your point. Uh, I, I would find it hard to not tick that little box to keep him. I'd find okay. it hard. Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, next one, uh, Tristan Cherry. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a good, yeah. Forward yeah. status, Ruck, mm, Goldies, yes, he's staying on, but it's got to be his last, isn't it? Got to be. I'd probably keep him. I'd yeah. probably keep him. I think I, I reckon would, Goldie I think, goes after this year. Yeah, and I think... Unless there's someone on that list that I'm unsure of, I think I would like him over the two or three that I currently have. Yeah. So I'm more likely to give him the spot over the three, which is Reeves, TDK, and Laddams. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Same, same, same. Good cover. Forward status. Yeah. Yep. And he was fine for a lot of it last year. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. So I'm happy enough with, with him. In a keeper, yep. Yeah, Brady Grundy. Oh, that's an easy cut. And seeing you have him, who would you like <laughs> to swap for him? Uh, Jacob Hopper, Meatball? No, he, he's simply, yes, we understand um, that he's going there with another high-quality ruck, but you do not throw away Brody Grundy. If you've spent... Pick two on him. I think that was um, the listener's uh, point that I spent pick two on him. You don't go and get another pick two for him if you trade him out or you cut him. Um, so out of 12, he's definitely in the top three. You just say, yep, he's going to be number one Ruckman at Melbourne. Some games will be lower once, if and when they give Gorn because of a matchup, the, the role, but you keep Brody Grundy. Yeah, absolutely. So next up, Aaron Hall. I have no idea what Aaron Hall did last year. That's how well pre- prepared I am. Did you have any Aaron Hall last year? Um, I, I didn't have him. I avoided him because of his injury concern. And guess what happened? Oh, that's right. He got injured. He got injured. He got injured. So yeah. his ceiling's there. Absolutely no doubt. I was surprised they gave him a, a one-year contract, but I, I assume 
um, that is um, looking at uh, they just want a bit of that X factor, which he does provide them. Um, but look, I, I just I just couldn't have him as a keeper. I, I think he's too old, too injury prone. New coach, new style. Depending on who ends up being on the list, I'd like to see preseason. But if he's, I just can't imagine Clarko being. I just want you to roam everywhere around the back line and not be accountable. Yeah, it's probably not his style. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. I can move on. Yep. I can move on. Zero. Depends. I mean, if I, if I, I'd still, it's pretty tantalizing though. I've got to be honest. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. If, if he was the only one worthwhile keeping. So if I had him and Brody Smith and I saw his form, and good role in preseason, I might be tempted. Yeah, fair enough. But uh, if you're Jordan rebuilding, Ridley. you're not you're not keeping him, are you? No, no, no. Someone else's problem, Stato. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Ridley. Wow. Um, so we thought the the uh, the pickup and increased defensive type players uh, last year was going to free up. Jordan Ridley to play that intercept role. It just didn't happen. In in fact, I can't remember what his uh, percentage was. So I might have a quick look. Um, but but I'm pretty sure he was averaging high 60s, low 70s. Now, I might be uh, feeling a little bit harsh on that, but I just thought he was a disappointment. Jordan Ridley. So average... 75.5, so it was a little bit harsh and ended the season reasonably well with 81. But I'm just not confident that he is a elite defender. Yeah, he's a tough one, tough one. People have got good memories. Mm, 24, so it's not as if he's old, but I think I prefer Redmond than Ridley. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's an interesting one. He's one of those guys in that I could see myself just taking him because, yeah, I have those good memories, have the name, um, does play. Yeah. but He's not a season maker. No, but you need a, you need a D3, I guess. Yeah, but are you keeping in a 12-league three defenders is probably what I'm saying. Yeah, probably not. He's he's in that scrimshaw. He's probably better than scrimshaw for yeah. scoring, but um, he's probably in that same sort of range, maybe. Yeah. I think scrimshaw's got a higher potential, but he's also got a higher potential of only playing 12 games. Well, he's also got James Sicily. Yeah. So. Valid. New coach anyway, too. Who knows? I, yeah. what, what was North Melbourne like under Brad Scott in scoring-wise? Oh, I can't remember having too many North players. Luke McDonald might have had his breakout one good time. year. <laughs> one good year. Well, actually, no, no, you've got to be uh, corrected on that. That twelve weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Who did that? I know they had Sean Atley. <laughs> Couldn't get rid of Sean Atley. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know whether the game style is, is going to increase his chances of being considered. I, I can't remember. What was the year that he had that was really good? Was it an 85 or was it higher? 
Yeah, I don't. I can't remember. I can't remember. I'll, I'll have a quick look. Um, so his highest year was eighty. So maybe it was the COVID year, twenty twenty, where he averaged seventy one. That'd still only be eighty seven. High eighties, yeah. Wow. It's um maybe we've debunked that um Jordan Ridley bloody D two theory or even D three. He was really good in Supercoach though that year. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, I'm not on alt right websites. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> um Next. Who's next? Is it you? Uh, yes. Uh, Dyson Heppel, your one Get and only. Fuck <laughs> Dyson Heppel. No one's keeping Dyson Heppel. This is a dynasty question at best. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Um, didn't he only sign a one year extension? So this is it anyway. Has to be. Has to be it. And, and it's not as if he's got that ceiling that Aaron Hall's got. No. Where he could be number one of, of his line. It just, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. So, um, uh, listener, uh, Dyson Heppel gone. I was so into him this year. I'm like, yeah, there's no, he'll be, he'll smash it. And he was just absolute pus. Mm. 83, yuck. It felt like 12. Yeah. All right, last bad? one. Actually, it wasn't even that bad. 83, I can wear it. I just had him so high. That's where yeah. it kills. Um, Dangerfield. Yeah, it's um, it's a really tough one. If he was forward line, because we're going to be thin on in the forward line this year, there's no doubts about that. So if he had forward status, I'd say, yes, you keep. Understanding there are going to be some floor games and probably some injury miss games. But if he's midfield only, he's probably a cut for me. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Fair enough. Just Yeah, I suppose he's pretty old. Not a real gun to... I'd I'd keep him, I think. It all depends. He has what... missed a lot of games, Jesus. He's one of those players, it, it depends on what your structure's like. So if you're really, if he's mid only and you're really thin, then you keep danger. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Um, yeah. He's, he's, it's a good name. It's a good name in your team, but yeah. Someone will pick him in round one, Stato. Yes. Um, so you want to go through the, uh, more complicated or detailed listener questions? Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Can you read out the first one? Because i just got to put a story on for Baby Fizz. Yeah, no worries, mate. Sounds like a plan. So from Nick, uh, he needs to delist four. Um, Jay Higgins and Goldie are already out, which means I need to ditch two of the following. Lions, Adams, Shiel or Seb Ross. Is it possibly Ross is the best out of that lot next year? Now, this is interesting because if we were talking last season, I would have said Seb Ross is the first one you cut. But you talk Dunkley coming into that uh, Brisbane list. You've got to think Lions has limited to no midfield time and, in fact, could be a depth player at the club. Uh, Adams, we've talked about, and we we're probably leaning towards the cut. 
Uh, Shield, I don't think, is any better than Adams or any better than Meatball that we were talking about before and has only ever been at his best in the 90s. Seb Ross, interesting. Um, I think this is a pre-season watch to find out the roles that each of the players are. So if you're delisting two, my automatics at the moment are probably Lions and Adams. Ironically, those two um, would have the highest ceilings out of the four. Your thoughts, Steve? It's a disgusting four. It is, isn't it? I hate all those players. Imagine if they were M1, M2, M3, M4. Ugh. Jesus Christ. And could have yeah. could have well been at some point. Just ditch them all. Just ditch them all, Nick. Move on. Yeah. No, nah, I don't know. I'd probably find a way to keep uh, Shiel. I think it's Ross or Adams, depending on fitness and role. So uh, I think my immediate thought is two of the big... Um, Ticks potentially are still and Seb Ross with the way Ross the boss coaches. Really accountable, strong, hardworking midfield group. Yeah, I can I can see Seb Ross being okay there. Yeah. Weird trade period for St Kilda. They did did nothing. Yeah. Mm. Jordox. Keep or cut Darcy Cameron? We keep 20 of 30 and I already have Grundy and Draper. Keeping Cameron would be in the hope he holds forward status and kills it one more year. Uh, I keep, if you're keeping 20, Darcy Cameron's in for me. It gives you really good coverage. Uh, I don't think Draper is a good scorer yet, but he's one to hold as a, as a build to take over from potentially Grundy. Um, but I think... Um, having the depth of those three make sure your whole season looks pretty secure. Yeah, I'd, I'd hold him. Just man, I just hold him. Yeah, and and the, people the other... are going to be struggling for rocks, Stato. People yeah. will trade for a good rock. Exactly. He's got two of the probably top five, which means one of them is tradable for you. Yeah, absolutely. Goodness yeah. me. Lex Turnbull, keep two from Justin McInerney, Hind, D'Ambrosio, Hearn, Ash, Jordan Clark. All right, we'll go through that one and then we'll do the next because there's a lot of people here. Yeah. So yeah. McInerney, Hind, D'Ambrosio, Hearn, Ash, Clark. Jordan Clark. I yeah. yeah, Jordan Clark. So he's got to keep two. Jordan Clark and Ash is pretty easy for me. Um D'Ambrosio um, would be the last, um, and Hind and McAnooney um, I would have in the next tier. Yeah, I'd absolutely agree with Clark and Ash. I think that's really easy. Yeah. Uh, two of Tom Powell, Jamie Cripps, Fife, Jed, if picked up, Golden. Shit, my team's bad. <laughs> oh, shit. You've got to pick two of those. Um, Goulden, easy. Um, yeah. wow. and, and, yeah. and I reckon you go Tommy Powell. I, I reckon um, he is uh, out for a massive breakout. He's the type of player I reckon Clark I would just back in. Really? Yeah. yeah. Five. Like, like Tom Powell. Five. Yeah, he's a good three. 
Uh, how's Grundy rank now? Um, still in the top three rucks. Who's knocking him off his perch? Romar and Tim English. He's in the top three. And, and I don't know, maybe Darcy? Romar could be. I know Romar could be. He could be forward. I don't think so. I reckon be, in, I, I'm pretty comfortable that English looks to be the, the standout. So, that yes, they recruited another um, hashtag Ruckman, but they recruited a forward Ruck. So it's not a Steph Martin situation here where English was the forward. English is going to be the Ruckman. Lob's going to be the forward Ruck. Yeah. I, I'd... Roma, if if everything breaks right, has ten points on English though. Yeah, if everything breaks right. Yeah. Well, uh, who was who Darcy. was the who was the big ruckman at St Kilda? Tom Campbell during uh, Ross the Boss's days. Gardner. I don't know. He was there for one, maybe two years max. Well, there you go. And no, and you know what you're explaining there? He didn't rate him that hard. Well, they had to pay everyone else. Who's in their forward line? Who? St Kilda? Yeah. Membry. King. King. And? Uh, who was that other guy? And? That uh, forward ruck, the ruck Ro- forward guy. Ro- Roma. Yeah. No, shut up. That's the shut story. Up. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> who was that other guy? The guy... Um, yeah, who done his ACL? Yeah, Hayes. that one. Get him in there. Hayes, yeah, boom. Yeah, look good too. God, that was unlucky for them. Problem Seriously, solves, he looked really good. Okay, let's see. Uh, grip tripping. Twelve team league, five seven one five with six on the bench. Up to six keepers kept at draft position for up to three years. Keep or cut. Rowley at round sixteen. Tim Taranto at round nine. Both in last year of keeping. Uh, I'm going Taranto. Pay the yeah, extra round points to to lock in an Uber premium. Yep, absolutely. Scaff, Fife, Hill or Rich? Is there a fourth option? <laughs> uh, probably Rich. I know he's getting old, but probably probably Rich. I'm keeping five. You're big on five, aren't you? He'll have forward status. Okay. Have forward status, lost the midfielder. Play six games. That's fine. Good six games. (laughs) Matty McGrath. My old boys club plus some talls. Dusty Hearn. Dusty Hall, Hearn, Smith, Lyons, Hind, Charlie Kernow and Hogan coming off Premiership, so window open. Okay, there was no question there, Stato. No, just he thanks for telling. bragging. Yeah, he's got his good um, win. Uh, coming off Premiership, so window open. Um, well, you you keep your best players. Uh, you keep Dusty. You keep Hearn. Who's Smith? He's not talking to Brody. Probably, Smith. probably Brody Smith. Yeah. 
Yeah, you probably so Smith Lions Hogan and maybe Hall, you can maybe churn to get some young talent in. Um but if you're if your actual midfield's pretty strong as well, maybe keep have the little punt and keep Hall because he can be the number one defender. All right, TWR. Daniel or Chapman, Chera or Dacos? Oh, first Dacos, one. Sorry. First one. Um, Daniel's got more on the board, but long-term I'm hotter on Chapman. But the reality is you've got more chance of picking up Jack Chapman in the um, in the top-up draft. So keep Daniel. Chera or Josh Dacos, uh, I'm going Adam Chera every day of the week. Yeah, I can't see things getting much better for Josh Dacos. Had a good had a good back end of the year. Yeah. Uh Big Vic twelve, Adams or Dangerfield? Ooh. I'd probably if forward status Dangerfield easy. Um although if they're both mids, I may be lean to Adams. Only because of the he's got Possibly three years left where Danger's got one, maybe two. Ah, I'd still take Danger. It's a tough one. Danger. Todd Kempster, love the off-season work, lads. Help me choose who to keep from Hall, Guthrie, Gresham, only if he retains Ford, Robottom and Crisp. I'll have space for three of these guys after keeping blah, 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 blah. Five mids, one forward, one defender. Leaning towards row bottom crisp and hall. So yes, I'm a yes for crisp. Um so all of a sudden that's six midfielders. Which is not a bad thing. So you would want seriously you would want uh a defender or a forward out of the next two, wouldn't you, mate? Defender or a forward? No. You, you don't want to end up with eight. You, you, but you don't want to end up with eight midfielders. Yeah, true. I'd keep Gresham. Yep. And I'd probably keep Robottom. I don't know about Sydney. I could also keep Guthrie. I wouldn't I, keep, I'm, yeah. I'm thinking no. Guthrie. Yeah. I'm thinking Guthrie, Crisp, and Gresham. Yeah. Yeah, I think Crisp and Crisp and Gresh are probably the easy ones. Yeah. Uh Stephen Trelaw, Gents, five seven one five, eight team league, sixteen keepers. Keep uh pick three out of Dusty, Norton, Papley, Ainsworth, Membry. And also what will a thirty five year old Hearn average over how many games is he capable? Love that Hearn. Yeah, what well, tell me your Hearn thoughts, because you're a fan. Uh, I think you can move on at this point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, but so, I think you'll still. I think you'll be high eighties. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, so firstly, um, number one of those three is Papley. Absolutely. Um, so Papley's there. It's a little bit tough after that. I'm not convinced. Convinced with Ainsworth with regards to scoring power. So put a line through him. Um, Membry's always been one of those, um, 
uh, key forwards that can score okay. Um, and Norton has uh, massive ceilings and very low floors, especially with his body as well. Uh, so I'd go Papley, Dusty, because you just never know with him. And, God, uh, I'd, I'd have to go Norton. Norton could could switch back, yep. possibly. Possibly. I, I'm, I'm, I might be okay on Ainsworth. Okay. Might be okay on Ainsworth. Maybe a bit opening up with um, ranking out. Yeah, that's true. Who else did Extra. they lose? Uh, well. Tried for you, Rainey. Yeah, they tried to lose a few, but oh, I just think, um, you know, King back, he'll be able to lead out to the wings. Should rack up plenty Both. of marks. Remember when Stevenson had that breakout and he was averaging like seven marks a game and everyone was like, ooh, he'll be a great fantasy player, but mm. it was pretty unsustainable to keep up that. I could just see Ainsworth just taking shitloads of marks unchallenged. Did he say when Clarko got appointed, why him? <laughs> I've got no idea, man. I've got no idea. Yeah, probably not great. Um, Greg, I'm probably with you on those three, though. Yeah. I'm probably with you. Uh, Greg, SC Keeper, 5-7-1-5 with 8 bench. Have to drop 5 from Matt Crouch, Himmelberg, Darcy Cameron, Riley O'Brien, uh, Zach Bailey, Whitfield, Redmond, Salem, uh, Kitty Coleman, and Rao. Fuck, he's got to drive, drop five of them. Oh, my God. Man, you're not dropping Whitfield for starters. Come on. No. Well, you're dropping Matt Crouch because we don't know where he stands. Absolutely. So he's one. Uh, Redmond? I say unconvincingly um, that he's the second one I'm dropping. Uh, probably Salem. Dropping Salem? Yeah, just because of body. So uh, I'm going to back in um, Kiki Coleman. Uh, who do you go out of just pick one Ruckman, Darcy Cameron or Rob? Uh, that's a good question. You probably question. have to go Rob. Do you, though? Yeah, you sort of do, because Darcy Cameron was number two Ruckman to Coxie. Yeah, but how long's Cox around? Yeah, I know, I know. But it just sort of hints how to, he can be the forward Ruck. He I, can I be actually see quite Cox out of that team. Yeah, so could I. So could I. So there's 10 guys there. I'm dropping Matt Crouch... Oh, Himmelberg. super coach, sorry. You're, you're probably better to answer. Yep. I'm dropping Crouch, Himmelberg. Oh, geez, it's pretty, it's not that bad. Um, Zach Bailey, get out. Yeah. I've had enough. I, I love him, but the, them bringing in extra midfielders uh, drops his ceiling. I'd keep the rucks, man. I'd keep them both. So much value. Yeah. Um. You're dropping Salem. Yeah, Redmond. I kind of like I kind of like Salem. But... So do I. But move on. Uh, and Kitty Coleman, Rowell. You can't drop Rowley, surely. 
Well, if you if you go, so you're suggesting Crouch, Himmelberg, um, interesting in Supercoach if he keeps that defensive intercept role, though. You've burnt yourself there. But one, two, Zach Bailey, three, Salem, four, Redmond, five. There's your oh, five. Oh, yeah, you can't drop Himmelberg. He went ham, didn't he? Yeah. I was thinking of the other one. Yeah. So you, Terrible one. What What about Rao? Where do you sit with him? I'd hate to see him come good. That'd that'd be a killer. Yeah, I think you need to drop one of those rucks, uh, so you can keep Rao. Ah, I don't yep. want to do it. Sorry, Greg. I'm making it, Steve. You got to keep Himmelberg if he keeps that role. Yeah, you got to keep Himmelberg. I take yeah. that back. Yeah. Could you drop Redman? I already said Redman. So Crouch. Oh, okay, well. Crouch, Bailey, Bailey, Redmond, Salem, Salem, that's Redmond. four. Well, so we, we, we just dropped Matt Rao in a keeper. Well, it's the list he gave us. Yeah. Greg, build your team better for fuck's sake. <laughs> Don't have so many good players. Make it easy for Steve. Yeah, he'd probably drop Darcy Cameron over Rao. Yeah. That's I don't I still think he's good value next year. Yeah, fair enough. Why didn't you do some trades last year, Greg? <laughs> and Noah Campbell, Danaher, Hunter, Wingard, or West? So hold or fold for each of them. Um, I'm fold Danaher. Hunter? Yeah, Danaher. No, no, I'm not keeping Danaher. I, I, I'm jury's out because I reckon that wing role in Melbourne could be really beneficial for the Seagull. Okay, fair enough. It'd have to be... It's team-dependent for me. I could easily walk away from Hunter. Yep, I agree. Um, Wingard. God, tough one. How old is he now? Is he... Do we we think he's really old or are we so far off the mark there? I don't know. It's a good question. I'll I'll have a look. Um, For some reason, I've just got in my head he's 31 or 32. So 29. Do you know he averaged 56 this year? Yeah, he was disgusting. 10 games. God. Um, at 29, um, I, I'd probably want him over Danaher and hope his body's good. I'd actually keep him. Yeah, I'm leaning there. They've lost so much. They've lost Gunston. They've lost Mitchell. They've lost O'Meara. Yeah. Like, if there's an injury to that midfield, he'll find his way in there, surely. Well, maybe he's the senior bod they put in. Yeah, who knows? Mm. Um, and Riley West, West uh, no for me. There you had it. All right. Thank you for all your uh, feedback and questions and all that. It was great to see such a big response. It really helps us out with the show. Stato, love your work as always. Pleasure. And uh, we'll invent something for next week. See you then. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.